Svalbard, between 74 and 81 degrees north, is among the nearest landmasses to the North Pole, with the northern part of the main island of Spitsbergen a mere 1,100 kilometres away. It is also one of the most isolated Arctic landmasses. The land itself is ancient. Its sedimentary rocks are of Paleozoic and Mesozoic age. During the cold periods of the Quaternary Ice Age, Arctic climates extended much further south than they do now. Sea levels were lower, so many areas that were islands became joined to the mainland. Cold glacial periods lasting a few hundred thousand years were separated by warmer interglacial periods in which the climate was warmer than it is now. The ice melted and sea levels rose and islands were cut off from the mainland. The relatively frequent reversals of climate and the division and reuniting of populations produced rapid evolutionary change. Since the end of the last glaciation about 10,000 years ago, much of the sea ice has melted and Svalbard is once again exposed to warm ocean currents and the mild, moist winds that move with them. But on an evolutionary timescale, its modern flora and fauna are relatively new. Until the beginning of this century, there was little attempt at human settlement or the artificial introduction of species. So Svalbard is an almost undisturbed natural laboratory in which we can trace the evolution of adaptations to some unusual climatic and biological conditions. Biologists can also compare adaptations here with those on the mainland in an area called subarctic, though still within the Arctic Circle. One very obvious difference is the lack of trees on Svalbard. The Arctic birch, Betula nana, is a prostrate bush, the branches rising only a few centimetres above the ground. In contrast, this subarctic terrain in northern Norway is covered with birch trees. They don't have to survive quite the same extremes of temperature and light as their more northerly counterparts. Nevertheless, this is the land of the midnight sun. There's continuous darkness in winter and continuous light in summer. On Svalbard, the summer thaw produces flooded rivers and bogs, leaching out the few nutrients in the thin, stony soil. Wind, frost and poor soil support few plants, yet there are large grazing mammals here. How did they colonize this land? and how are they adapted to the unique conditions here?